Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome. Excuse me. And as the introduction said, this is Cindy Meyer, publisher of Spirit Seeker Magazine and life coach radio show host, real estate agent. And I know people are like, what? But as many of you know, I started off uh, doing feng shui consultations almost um, 15 years ago. And uh, since since I've been doing feng shui, I've been you know working with real estate agents when their homes didn't sell and doing space clearings. That's one of my specialties is clearing the energy when things are unbalanced. And so I just got to know a lot of real estate agents and followed my heart and became an agent and now I'm helping people in the St. Louis area, but I'm doing consultations throughout the U.S. So I've been doing feng shui consultations by Skype for many years, but I'm also helping people wherever you are if you are looking for an agent. Okay, so I'm going to get all of the announcements um, up front and then I will bring our two guests on for this evening. I wanted to let you know that we have a weekly email newsletter that lets you know about the radio show, lets you know when the magazine is online. We've been published online since 1998 at spiritseeker.com. The October issue will be up in two days. It's hard to believe that October 1st is here. And we have um, a sacrosanct email list, which means the following. We never sell our email list. We do allow other people to promote their events on our email list. So by signing up for that, you will hear about, as I said, the weekly radio show guests, Mind, Body, Spirit events throughout the U.S. and to Canada, and ultimately we will be covering you know, global events. So if you want to be added to that email list, please send an email to info, I-N-F-O, at spiritseeker.com, asking to be added to the list. We do periodic drawings for books and CDs, and um, we just would like to bless you. So please help us get the word out by letting people know about Spirit Seeker Magazine online, spiritseeker.com. Okay, so that is it. We are now going into our interview, and I have two guests this evening. The um, first uh, person I would like to talk about is uh, Nancy Jenkins, and Nancy, along with two other women that you will hear about tonight, are the founders of uh, Sacred Spirals, which was created uh, to provide safe space for healing, rejuvenation, and spiritual growth within the Kansas City community. They also, um, from what I understand, work outside of Kansas City, but tonight we're going to hear about their event coming up in November in Kansas City. So Nancy uh, brings over 30 years of experience in communication to her role as a shamanic counselor. She believes that in healing ourselves, we can best help our loved ones and community. She is honored to help others find the personal answers they seek and achieve their full potential. She's an ordained shamanic minister since 2007. She's a shamanic breathwork facilitator through Venus Rising Institute for Shamanic Healing Arts. She's the owner of Jenkins excuse me, Integrated Marketing LLC company, so she helps people all over with her marketing and social media needs. She um, has she she's a um, she's gone to Mizzou which is in the journalism school, which is where my son is attending. So yay, yay, Mizzou. She has a master's in marketing communications from the University of Kansas. So as you can see, she's in, she walks in many worlds and um, is here to share her 
uh, gifts with us this evening. Leslie Jackson uh, is our is my second guest this evening. Though th- th- you'll hear from both of them, she's a co-founder and board member of Sacred Spirals and an ordained shamanic minister. She's uh, also a certified master facilitator of shamanic breathwork, and she um, received her master's degree in shamanic intuitional practices from Venus Rising University in North Carolina. Leslie works as a crisis and recovery coach. She um, uh, helps people survive the most difficult time in their lives and feel safe enough to work through the chaos to determine the new path um, their lives will take. So as the Phoenix rises from the ashes, uh, Leslie uh, helps people on their journey through picking up the pieces and uh, putting them together in a whole new way. So Nancy and Leslie, I want to thank you both for being my guests. Um, And um, I think you are both there. Nancy and Leslie, are you there? Hello, Nancy, are you there? Okay, maybe I did this backwards. Okay, Nancy and okay, Leslie, can you hear me are now? you both there? One, two, yes, three. I, I'm sorry. Okay, communication uh, switchboard, <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> so thank you both for being my guests tonight. Oh, well, thank you for yeah, having us. thanks for having us. Okay, so why don't we start? I know there's a third um, a third person who uh, founded uh, Sacred Spirals with you, and if you would like to mention her, you can. But if you, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so why don't we hear about our your third person who um, who created this wonderful organization with you? I'm Sarah Coran. She's our also our secretary, and I'm sure she's listening in right now. A shout out to Sarah Claire and uh, Leslie. You you. I've studied with uh, uh, Sarah more than I have, so you know more about her background. Yes, Sarah and I went through um, uh, our training together uh, to become shamanic breathwork facilitators, and Sarah has got a um, uh, bachelor's uh, in fine arts from Kansas City Art Institute and has... um, was an international competitive swimmer and um and she manages to put she she merges her art and um she's also a mandala facilitator and we do a mandala process with the breath work and so she brings the art and the creativity to um the healing process in a really wonderful way so that's fabulous i mean here here are all of you with your unique backgrounds coming together to with this vision of helping others you know through the different things that you're offering and you know i know we're here together because of the upcoming uh journey home weekend retreat so um we can we can jump into that right away if you'd like or talk about you know what you do with sacred spirals you know on a monthly basis and you know you're offering this this wonderful workshop coming up uh in November so however you want to go um Nancy why don't we start with you first and then we'll switch back to Leslie Yeah well we really we're doing this because uh we're really excited November 6th 7th and 8th we're gathering uh at a place called the Journey Home Retreat Center and uh inviting everyone to join us uh, and it's a weekend of, of adventure, and um, you know if you're feeling stuck, or if you're wanting to get more in touch with yourself, or get unblocked, or just reignite your life. Uh, this is a great opportunity. We've got music and a fire walk Friday, and then breath work Saturday and Sunday, with the sweat lodge on Saturday night. So uh, we do have uh, uh, beds available in the house, uh, and there's uh, hotels nearby. So that's kind of the big picture, and uh, we're really excited to welcome Stephanie Urbina-Jones. She's awesome, and she and her husband are joining us, and he's he's a very skilled and uh, powerful, um, what do you call it, Leslie, fire, he's doing the fire, fire one, so Jeremy. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're just, we just hope we get a great crowd, and uh, we're looking forward to it a lot. Um, and to buy tickets, you go to our website, www.sacredspirals.org. Maybe you can, um, okay. that will be on the website, right, right, uh, Cindy? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. You can, you can, find, you can read um, about 
a wonderful article from Nancy in the September issue of Spirit Seeker. Um, the the title of the article is "Living the Life You Deserve," and then you can go to their website, which um, it's sacredspirals.org. Yes, ladies. Yes, yes it is. Yeah. Okay. Sacredspirals.org. And then yeah. Stephanie sure. Urbana yeah. Jones, I you know, I just wanna you know, I'm just gonna read just a little bit about her. She looks fascinating. Um she has a brand new album coming out, Bring It Back uh Bring It Back to Well, I'm sorry, Fiery Angel. But then um she has a new single you know, from Fiery Angel, uh called Bring It Back to the Heartland, which I thought was just very appropriate. Um so uh do you guys wanna talk about her or what the concert and the hours on that? Yeah, go ahead, Leslie. Yeah, she uh, one of the so Stephanie and Jeremy are um, husband and wife, and it just kind of worked out this way that uh, this is everything that we wanted to put together, and we have this wonderful husband and wife team uh, to come and do everything that we. And Stephanie, um, Stephanie's been here before uh, in Kansas City and done um, a concert here. And she has been writing um, uh, a music that kind of chronicles her journey to wholeness through breathwork. And so she's also a breathwork facilitator. Uh, <laughs> and um, so this, and she's just got this phenomenal spirit. She's just the sweetest greatest you know she's just got some amazing charisma and wonderful on stage and um actually she wrote a song about 12 years ago co-wrote a song and the winner of the voice um last season used her song and it's now number one on the country chart oh, it's like number and one on itunes yeah she yeah right, it's by craig receiving, wayne boyd yeah. yeah 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 so she's been receiving awards for that so um, we're really excited to have her here, and um, I have experienced um, Firewalk with Jeremy, and also um, she's also a sweat lodge for her. So we're going to have three, you know, really powerful initiations that weekend. We're going to have the Firewalk, which, you know, is, is kind of being able to, you know, do the impossible and see even just witnessing other people doing it, even if you don't actually walk, it still is transparent. Formative. It will change your opinion on what, you know, when somebody says, well, that's impossible, you can go, well, really, is it? You know, I don't know, because I've seen somebody walk on fire or walked on fire myself. And um, and also just the, the nature of the initiation of just not being sure whether you really have what it takes to get to the other side of it and then finding out that you do and you can and you have it's so power. It's so empowering. And um, I think that in our society these days, we need more and more of that type of, of experience, of, of experiencing our own personal power so that we do know that we have it to get through all of these crazy trials that just keep kind of coming and coming, coming at us in life. So well, I think that's that's uh considering what we've just been through astrologically and you know having this lunar eclipse that will not end the red moon that will not happen again for 18 years and what I found interesting is that the majority of people nationwide didn't get to see it. <laughs> so I was so really for, well because it was so cloudy like nationwide it was cloudy uh. and you know, for me, it was, I just lucked into it. My I was uh, headed to Lowe's to get my chrysanthemums and pumpkins for, you know, I always change everything with my front of my house when it when the seasons change. It's a feng shui thing. And um, at any rate, my girlfriend was on the phone with me, and I finally said, listen, I really have to go because, like, they're going to be closing soon. And I didn't realize they actually stayed open later, but it was Sunday. And I look up. And right as if I had not been delayed by that conversation, I would never have seen it. I just saw the shutter come down, like the eclipse come down. And from what I understand, you know, this is, you know, according to all the different astrologers, et cetera, this is a time where we go back in time to 1996, and uh, because that's what a lunar eclipse you go back, solar eclipse you go back in time, to review what decisions you made at that time that perhaps now are not for your best health or your best, you know, present time moment. So it's just interesting that we had a lunar and a solar eclipse and the equinox all at the same time nudging us 
to like go back so that we can go forward in a different way. And I look at this event that you all have created and it's like a firewalk, really? That's like powerful in and of itself. But to do a sweat lodge, to do breathing, to do, you know, this concert, I mean, this is a lot of energy. It is. (laughs) yeah i know so let's let's you know i've only walked across the, i've we done one fire walk uh, so uh, go ahead go ahead what? we should say that, that it's it's really first come first serve on the sweat lodge so you can only get so many people on the sweat lodge so right. there's, there's limited uh, ability to participate in that but you know even if you don't do the fire walk just um, you've talked about this, Leslie. I, I have not done a fire walk yet, so, and I'm not sure I'm going to do it Friday night. But uh, as you said, Leslie, uh, just being there and watching it is very powerful. Um, so, and Stephanie's going to weave her music. She's going to uh, start the concert, and then we'll go into the fire walk. So, I think she might sing ah. again then. So, it, it's it's going to be, it'll be it'll be very. Um, what will it be, Leslie? It'll be it'll be powerful, and we're 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 looking for um, fellowship, and um, I think you know a really important question for us is you know why would we want to do this? Um, because and for me, it's that breathwork has uh, such a powerful uh, tool for development uh, for oneself, and it's just um, we feel called to share it with other people. And it's all about just oxygen. You know, you're just breathing. Uh, so anyway, it's it's an amazing experience. Well, and you know, with the fire walk, I mean, just just preparing for a sweat lodge or or a fire ceremony with a fire walk. I mean, there are hours and hours of prayers and love, you know, and Leslie, you can, you know, um, add on to this. I mean, I'm just going to touch the tip of the iceberg. You know, it's like, you know, because to do the put the stones into a lodge, they have to have been, you know, the prayers and the offerings and the tobacco and everything that goes on for hours and hours with the lodge keeper and the tender, you know, the tender of the fire. And for the fire walk, it's it's similar in that, you know, you can't walk across the coals unless there's been all this love and preparation and praying, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so Leslie, why don't why don't you add? Because I, I've I've only you know I haven't actually. Yes, I have. I was part of the ceremony, but they were there for hours before we did our fire walk, you know, getting everything ready. <laughs> and in, in this case, actually, um, months, uh, because we had the lodge uh, built uh, last month, um, and they came up specially and, and got gathered the willow and have um, prepared the lodge and have it um, in the Lakota tradition uh, with the... I think it's in, with an east-facing door. And um, so we had some uh, two men come up and, and build the lodge. And um, they'll be there that weekend. And they've already, you know, poured a bunch of uh, prayers into that lodge as they were doing that. They brought stones. They brought everything up. And then, yes, um, with the preparation of the fire, so uh, Jeremy and Stephanie are bringing the wood because it has to be a certain type of wood that burns to a certain degree. Uh, so there's a lot of of preparation and um, conscientiousness that goes into preparing for these initiations, and they're not taken lightly. They're taken uh, with reverence and with that, you know, and that's the the that powerful piece of the initiation is is witnessing with reverence what we're going through and as we go through it, so that when we come out the other side, we are we are transformed. You know, we've gone into ourselves and our outer world changes. Um, so he will also be pouring the the sweat lodge on Saturday night after the breath work. So we'll be doing uh, the full day of breath work on Saturday and facilitating that for, um, we have a limit of 40 people for that. And then we have um, a limit inside the lodge of probably 20 people. But um, anybody who's outside the lodge and sitting in reverence can gain all of the same um, healings 
that anyone inside the lodge can gain. And and there are people who, you know, it's very hot. It's, you know, maybe 200 degrees or something in there. Um, (laughs) And it is, it's a womb-like structure. And so you're going in and you're, you're, you crawl, you get on your knees and go in um, humbly and find your, you know, get, everybody gets a space and, and really, it's that that moist, hot, enclosed environment can be very frightening to people. And most of you know the thing about most of these is really what is the most frightening about the breath work, and the thing that is the most frightening about the sweat lodge is, is our own mind. Um, and and that's what we're here for as facilitators is to you know uh, help people. Uh, walk into their own inner psyche power. and find the gift. You know, find the gift, find the power, find the gold in 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 the dung heap. You know, and and come out and go, wow, I've got gift. I've, I'm I'm amazing. <laughs> I can't believe I was afraid to go in there. <laughs> I was yeah. afraid to feel my feelings. I was afraid to look at myself and come out and and um, and so these week I've. Uh, this weekend is designed to, you know, really uh, move people in, like, light speed direction towards their goals and their dreams and their desires and to be able to just kind of have, like, if your fears, imagine your fears being a bunch of skyscrapers, maybe the New York skyline, and then after you come out the other side of this weekend, they're, you know, tinker toys. It's just like they're all, really, what was I afraid of? None of that stuff is real. It's all phantom. It's all in my mind. And um, so that's part of the empowerment of this, of these initiations. And it's really, if, I, if I could add. Sure, sure. Go ahead, Nancy. Oh, uh, just to add, it's it's um, all of these initiations uh, are really designed to help you, like, to shed your ego, which you know, we need our egos. They're really important uh, to get things done and to protect us. But uh, sometimes they get in the way of uh, allowing yourself to be and uh, to really hear your body, hear what you need. Because we are, we, we believe that each of us has within us the wisdom and knowledge uh, to heal ourselves. It's a matter of being able to listen and hear and, and learn and to do that, it's real helpful to put, you know, I, I view it as like putting the ego uh, on a hook, you know, taking a vacation and, and just getting in touch with my soul and uh, what it has to tell me and inform me. And so the breath work, all of these are designed to really help you connect with who you are and your passion and, and your calling. Yeah, I, I love how you called it a journey. Um a journey home weekend retreat because, you know, to me, that's what the soul level work that so many are being drawn to now. I mean, we are we are spiritual beings here having a human experience, but the real thing is that exactly. what, what you two are describing is the soul level work that, you know, and these shamanic practices, you know, I mean, my first sweat lodge was Lakota, and I did the uh, Anipi ceremony, which is, you know, of course, the sweat lodge, and then uh, there was another ceremony that night that was just, I forget the name of it. It's been so many years. But, but you know, the Lakota, there, there's like each one, each each particular lodge keeper, they have their rules. And, you know, women are not allowed to ever enter a, a sweat lodge when they're on their moon. And the reason is, is that their power is stronger than the medicine man's. Because it's a very, like, when women, you know, are on their moon, which means having their period, for those of you who are like, what the heck is she talking about? It means, you know, when the when the womb, at that fertile time, when it's shedding, it's, you know, some people actually, you know, um, save the, the, the menstrual blood and they fertilize crops. There's all kinds of traditions where this is, you know, quite common. And I remember hearing this, this chiropractor in St. Louis who attempted to go in the lot. She thought, oh, they'll never know. They'll just never know. So she was just, she was just, you know, in her own way, being innocent. She was going to enter that lodge because she wanted to do it, and she thought, you know, whatever. And the lodge keeper said, "You may not enter." And she never said a word. He just knew. Oh. So, <laughs> oh yes, yes. And yeah. so the, the whoever is given that honor, and you know, I've only done Native American lodges, um, 
but you know there's just different different people now that you know have been been given handed down the this this wonderful responsibility and you know the the reason there's four doors or more to a lodge is because there's the four directions and so you're offering prayers to the north the south the east the west you're going inside and you know you're crying you know there's there's prayers and you're you know it's similar it's not a vision quest but it's similar in its own way because you cannot predict you know you know what's going to come up for you and I loved how Leslie described it as a womb because it is very womb like you know basically the frame is is you look at it and you think how in the world could this happen in there but the frame is covered with a covering and then the door is open and you crawl in on your hands and knees and in most cases it's an earth floor and if it's Lakota your legs have to be to the side you cannot cross your legs as a woman because that also will conflict with the medicine man's power and so if there's just I mean but but that's Lakota you don't get that with the other sweat lodges you know it's like each 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 brand, ha- and in Lakota, you have to wear a skirt, and you have to, I mean, there's just, you know, so you, so it's really, you prepare for it. You don't just show up and do a sweat lodge, and that's why it's fabulous that I think, in my humble opinion, that you're doing the breath work first, because you're already opening right. everyone. I mean, exactly. you, you've really thought this through, I can tell, and it's like, wow. Um, so let's talk about breath work, because, um you know the sacred sacred sweat lodge. You know, I mean, some of the Native American tribes they actually had a lodge in their village, and when someone wasn't feeling well, they would go into the lodge and they would stay in there and sweat until they felt better. So um, it's fabulous that this is being offered. But but let's talk about breathwork and whoever wants to talk, um, let's let's go there next if we if you wouldn't mind. Oh yeah, well we'll both start at once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you go ahead. I'll let you go ahead. <laughs> No, really, you guys. Leslie, why don't we start with you, and then we'll switch to Nancy. There, I'm going to make an executive decision right, right, right. here. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, so um, breath work is, um, uh, again, a very, as I said earlier, powerful. Um, it's not This one's not necessarily an initiation, but it is, it is definitely um, an activating um, and energizing event. Um, it's a form of conscious breathing, and um, the conscious breathing allows the, we call them journeyer, to um, reach several different states of consciousness that uh, were, um, that are generally required, you know, ethnogenic substances or, you know, um, mushrooms or LSD, um, but with our own breath, we can actually access these multiple uh, states of consciousness that are um, what I like to say are soul speaking to us. Um, and the soul doesn't speak with words. Um, it speaks with imagery. It speaks with feeling. It speaks with um, color, um, you know, all sorts of different things. And so um, the journey can be like like a waking dream. It can um, be very kinesthetic and um and very visceral, and everything is going on in your body, and you just feel the need to dance and move, and and just move some energy. Or it can, um, it, as you know, uh, can be a rebirthing type of experience where somebody, um, you know, if you're getting ready to move into a uh, a new phase of your life, sometimes you can just feel the need to push against something and get some resistance, and and you push through this, and it's like a snake shedding its skin or going through a birth canal and coming out the other side and, and feeling like a different person, a new person, or um, re-experiencing your own, um, your own birth possibly too. And so um, all of these different levels of consciousness are informing you in some way. We all, you know, our ego uh, has an idea of what it wants, but our soul knows what it, what it needs, <laughs> what we need. And, and will inform us. And so after we're done with this conscious breathing, which is done to really loud music that is um, chakra attuned and starts at the root chakra um, and energy centers and works its way up the energy centers to the crown chakra. And so if the, so it, it kind of follows a, uh, almost like a movie timeline, you know, where we start out with the, the struggle, you know, with that, that root chakra. I don't know if I'm, uh, and, um, and then, so people are saying, what's, yeah, 
I'm yeah, going to interrupt for just one second. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so, no, just if I may, just for a moment. So, if you're saying, what Please. is the root chakra? Your root chakra is your connection to your tribe, your people. Who can I count on? Who's there? Fight or flight? And it's like, so it's primal. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I don't I know how else to. Wondering yeah. if we needed to even express what chakras are that, um, as far as being energy centers that are, you know, in our aura and, um, you know, whether we believe that we have them or not doesn't make a difference as to whether they're working in our lives. It just it it is um, uh, the energetic part of us, and and um, and they can get shut down, or they can get activated, or they can you know um, maybe not be fully open and functioning. And so this this breath work will help open those energy centers in our bodies too. Um, Perfect, perfect way to describe it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, this is Nancy here. If I can jump in with the Mm -hmm. comment. Um, Just so quite literally, uh, you know, if I didn't know what breathwork was, I'd think, my God, I'm going to go for like days and I'm going to breathe heavy. Um, (laughs) But, you know, we're all breathing every moment. But uh, the magic of this is, I mean, Anybody right now listening, uh, just just take two minutes and breathe deeply. We, it's a rolling breath, and the music goes for an hour to an hour and a half. Um, and uh, you know, first we gather and kind of get to know each other. Everybody brings uh, some bedding or a pallet to lay on, and the music lasts, you know, between an hour and hour and a half. And then um, we come out. You come out of it, and we do some artwork, some mandala. And then we get together again, and we do, uh, if you want to, you don't have to, uh, share you know, your mandala and your experience and process. And uh, that's kind of just the routine on Saturday. And on Sunday, we'll gather again and uh, do more processing and then close our sacred circle about noon. So the whole weekend, we'll be breathing, but the actual process of breath work will happen, you know, for about an hour and a half of breathing with the music. And um, I like what you were saying about chakras because, you know, is that commonplace now that everyone, everybody hears about chakras, right? Well, you know, but I don't, I don't know that everyone understands it though. And basically we have seven major chakras in our body and the, as we're evolving, some people believe we have 13 to 14 with the higher soul level chakras that are above the crown chakra. So we have six on the body. The seventh one is spinning, you know, and the, and the root chakra vibrates to Mother Earth. And it's, so it's like the heartbeat, love, 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 love. And it's the slowest spinning of the chakras. Do I have enough food? Do I have enough people? Who can I count on? Who's my tribe, basically? Who's there for me when I need it? And, you know, and and so, and then by the time we get to the seventh chakra, which is right at the top of the head, like that little spot that babies have that's not quite closed when they come in because they're still so connected to the other side. And so that little soft spot is basically your crown chakra. And so that is spinning so rapidly that it doesn't even touch the body. And so what, you know, Rosalind Bruet, I don't know if, you know, if anyone, I'm just going to bring her in. She's, she's a lady who discovered way, way before other people in the Western civilization understood about chakras, she understood that when people got cancer, there was an energetic leak. So she figured out how to seal those chakras and how to put chakra holds in, and they gave her a $5 million grant because, you know, she was helping heal people with cancer. And what breathwork does, you can't predict where you're going to go, but the body has its own innate intelligence, and the Mm -hmm. breathwork will go wherever it needs to go and it expands awareness and takes you into an altered state where your guides, angels, helpers all get to come in and show up and help you. And so in a situation like what Nancy and Leslie have created, you know, they come in with all of their practice and all of their experience and facilitating and guiding individuals and groups. And then everyone else comes in with all their guides and angels. And it's like a party with going deeply (laughs) For soul level work, is that a good way to describe this? I love it. Party, yes. <laughs> great. We should, we should probably also mention that this is a this is an alcohol free event. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we're going to party with live. 
<laughs> right, right. I mean, many people fast, but they don't really fast before. But they, but they will, you know. I mean, it's actually suggested before you come to something like this that you lay off any alcohol or any of that stuff so you can be fully present with what's going on. So. Yes, and we we do ask, and and it is um, is important that that people abstain from doing drugs. Uh, we recommend that, and uh, that's not part of the weekend. But uh, we'll be getting high naturally. That's right. So, you know, what's interesting, in 1992, I was invited. Um, I, I was working for a women's paper at the time, and I'll make this really short. Okay, and so I walked into the office, and um, I was advertising sales, and someone said, has anybody ever heard of this this lady named Sandra Ray? And I was like, and there was total silence other than me. And I said, yeah, why? And they're like, well, she's coming to town, and she took the, she took a, a half-page ad out in some other paper. Why, why don't you try and sell an ad? And I said, oh, no, I don't think so. That lady's crazy. And um, and I said, she talks about babies remembering births, and I'm, I'm a nurse, and I said, I've done too many neonatal, like, you know, like been in the delivery rooms and all that stuff. I said, if babies remember births, we're in trouble. But, of course, you know, I was the only one who heard of her, so... So I, in order to sell the ad, I had to read a book because she was in the Himalayas at the time. So I'm like, I had to read her books, write an article, and I'm just reading this book, I Deserve Love. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this book is, like, really interesting. And so the lady who was bringing her kept saying, why don't you come out? We're breathing this weekend. Why don't you come out? We're breathing this weekend. And I thought, I don't think so. I breathe every day. Of course, I was a nurse, thought I knew it all, right? And um not really knew at all, but knew about breathing. But when I mm. came to breathwork, I finally, I signed up for the, the whole certification training and I never once had a private session. But when I met this lady who believed in breathwork, you know, it's a calling. It's like you hear and you think, okay, if you don't like your life, then you can change it. You created it. You can change it to something else. And I mean, I just, I, I, I listened to this lady and I chanted mantras and I did all kinds of things out of my comfort zone. And the next thing you know, I'm in this training. Well, you can imagine it was like you're not even supposed to get in the training unless you've done a number of private sessions. But here I was. And I can honestly say, you know, I had done private psychotherapy. I had done group psychotherapy. I could tell you my issues from A to Z. But I never hit the emotional body. Yeah. Until I got to breath work. Exactly. would you like to share on that? Because I think that is where the greatest healing happens. It's like oh, it's you get out of that oh mental mind. Yes. Okay. So who yeah. wants to talk? Well, and I think we're all taught, you know, if you have a problem, you you need to just fact find, get more information and solve it, you know, and do something. And uh, I think most of us have matured enough, our society has matured enough that we recognize the value of therapy, talk therapy. And uh, you can do that, but <laughs> everything, the key is, and what I didn't realize for the longest time, is everything you um, everything you encounter in your life is absorbed in your head as well as your body. So you have cellular memories of every trauma or any pain you felt, and talk therapy just isn't going to get that out because you need to have a physical pathway to release that energy and those feelings and breath work is one way to do that so yeah, you guys um, are just you know, i you mean just you're providing venues let your I mean, body do its thing yeah. right right well and you know leslie you've worked a lot in transformation and recovery and i mean that's like an arena all of its own and you know with the with with the high level of addiction substance addiction problems in our country right now i mean I just I just think breath work is the fastest way. Like no what is say fastest, but it's one of the best ways to get a lot of that stuff out of the body. Would you like to touch on that? I totally agree. I totally agree. Um there's many people who have, have said uh that breath work feels like, you know, five years of therapy in one in one breath work session and um and also I've had many people, you know, who are in recovery who have sat up after a breathwork and said that was what I was looking for at the bottom of every bottle. Um, it's, you know, it's funny that we call alcohol spirits, you know, and what we, you know, have the ability to connect with in, in breathwork is spirit. Um, we can, you know, have the experience of of feeling that interconnectedness of, of all beings and um 
And the ego gets its opportunity to step aside. And when it steps aside, then, you know, we can have all sorts of healing events that can happen. And we don't even ever have the memory. Um, We don't have to have words. I mean, I've had, you know, when I was, you know, going through my early breathwork sessions um, and having these experiences, and there was a lot of healing, a lot of very, very old traumatic stuff that was being moved out of my body, and I didn't have to have memory of it. I didn't have to have, you know, I didn't have to sit there on a chair in a therapy session and talk about it over and over and over again and not have it go anywhere. It was gone. It was healed. And um, I today live in a different body than I lived in five years ago. Um and I, you know, the because I've moved so much of that cellular memory and those cellular experiences, because when we, you know, when we have an experience that we're not, um, that we don't like if you're angry or if you're scared or if you're sad and you don't want to have that emotion, we hold our breath. We stop breathing or we breathe shallow. And what that does is store the emotion in our body and over time of having enough of those experiences where we you know, held our breath and stored that emotion, they're stuck there. And, you know, we breathe through all of the great emotions, and so they do exactly what they're supposed to do, and they come in and they move through and they leave, and and we don't have those stuck and stored in our bodies. And so we end up walking around with, you know, they talk about that that onion. We are building that onion. I'm um, I'm taking a breath. I think everybody needs to take a breath here. <laughs> and so when we do that breath work and we move those emotions, you know, they just start to move and we can release and we can just peel that onion and we can stop storing all the negativity in our bodies and we can start living in our bodies. I mean, most of us, our bodies are so uncomfortable, we don't even want to be in them anymore and we, we spend most of our time in our minds just dissociating and and barely even present and barely at home. But that's not how we were designed. We are designed to be in these. We're designed to be human beings. And so, you know, the breath work is just, it brings us home. It brings us right back down into our bodies where we can have some impact in life. Because if you're not fully in your body, you're forgettable. You don't have impact. You just kind of float through and people didn't even notice you because you weren't there. And so... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you're a vapor. You know, but but Yeah. Yeah. No. It's it's all about empowerment and um mm-hmm. you know, we know we know that the, the just the fact of breathing more oxygenates the body, it increases, you know, awareness, it um reduces stress levels in the bodies. I mean you know, Nancy and I were talking earlier today about how in California they have oxygen bars, you know, where you literally are cans of oxygen at the counter, you know, where you can take it and you take in this high, you know, thing. And, and we know hyper hyperbaric chambers, you know, they're using them in healing all over the place mm-hmm. now for, for burn people, for all kinds of things. I mean, my cousin had been a cigarette smoker for, I don't know, like 40-something years. And in Florida, where she lives, they put them in the hyperbaric chambers to oxygenate the body to help get the tobacco and crap out of their lungs and out of their pores, and that's how she quit smoking. Hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, it was it was there pretty amazing. Yeah, pretty amazing. I yeah. but... use it for concussion therapy too. Oh, yeah, it's fabulous. I just had a massage mm-hmm. at Awaken Whole Life Center, and the guy was a percussion massage therapist. I had never heard of it. I said, this is like postural drainage, only it was better because he just had the boom, 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 boom. You know, you felt the, the drums on your body. And um, I don't know. So so the two of you, Nancy, let's go to you next. Um, you know, I, I, you know, we were talking about there's so many different forms of breath work, you know, that um, and the type that you're describing that you guys are doing this weekend is um, is is a grandchild, you said, of holotropic breath work. Um, you know, an out an offshoot of it. And um, would you would you describe? I mean, I, I've only done the holotropic a couple of times with the loud music and crashing. Um, the form that I learned, it was actually quiet where you communed with your breath, and then music was at the end. But the couple of times that I did do the loud crashing 
you know, loud, loud percussion. I mean, it was it was like amazing in and of itself. Just you know, with, with what I felt in my physical body, you know, from that and the altered state I felt. So, you know, Nancy, why don't you talk just a little bit about how the music, you know, you've got this concert that you're bringing in um, with this person who knows the combination of breath work and, and creating sacred music. So wherever you want to go with it, you know, just, just whatever you want okay, to share. sure. Um, well, I can talk about my experience. And um, I think the music is so important for helping to open us up, and it is, as Leslie talked about, uh, timed with the chakras, and, you know, ideally, uh, each of us, to be totally conscious and um, content, whatever, uh, a goal, a good goal is to to clear your chakras all the way up, so in doing so, uh, you you do, are able to better connect with that inner voice. And uh, so the, the music is really just an amplifier, and it helps. Uh, you know, we all have hamster wheels in our in our brains, and it's so easy. Just you know, it's all about work. It's got to do this. It's got to do that. So this this is really a sacred time for everyone to, or whoever is able to join us, to uh, take time to really honor themselves and to connect with who they are. And uh, I know it was, it was one of the biggest learnings I had in my life so far, I plan to keep on growing, uh, was that uh, so much of what I believed and thought was imprinted on me, you know, up until the age of seven or eight. And up until the age of seven or eight, you know, five or six, we don't have the ability to analyze or reason. We're we're like cookie dough that's imprinted with uh, shoulds and do this. And and we're taught that those messages from society or parents, uh, siblings, you know, friends. And so we grow up and, and we aren't really conscious of those messages, but they are indeed uh, ruling and directing our lives. So, again, breath work is just a tool to connect with um, uh, your true self. And the amazing thing is, is I, I spent decades trying to avoid feelings because it's terrifying. <laughs> You know, which is, I was really, for me, I was really afraid of, of being depressed. Uh, depression runs in my family, um, et cetera. So, um, but the the beauty is in allowing yourself to face whatever it is, you know, fear, sadness, a loss, a trauma, and accepting it and seeing it and naming it, you're able to release it. And again, the breath work is a, is a tool, a uh, process for doing that. And uh, that is that's that's liberation. That that allows you the freedom to live and share your talents and passions with everyone else. So that's beautiful. I mean, that is just beautiful. And you know, listeners, breathwork is um, has been done throughout all cultures for way longer than anything we can imagine. I mean, pranayama, you you know, all of the different, you know, Sanskrit yoga traditions, like when you go way back and you look at the chakras, they have the Sanskrit symbols on them. Like even back in the 1500s, you know, I mean, it's like this is ancient knowledge that we are rediscovering for health and vitality for the body, mind, and spirit. And, you know, I loved, Leslie, how you were talking about you don't have to even know what you're clearing. You know, one of the best analogies I've, I have found that works is, you know, when you go to empty the trash, you don't go sifting through it to make sure you want to throw it away. It's like, oh, my God, the trash is full. It's I love that. Let's get it out of here. And <laughs> it's like, great. so you don't have to know what's being released. You just, and you know, <laughs> once you start doing breath yes. work, there's what is called a breath release. And it's like, you know, I never knew how much I held my breath, in nursing especially, because I was like, hmm, emergency room nursing or cardiac nursing or, oh, yeah, give it even more adrenaline. You know, I just didn't get it, you know, until I came to breath work. And realized that I held my breath all the time. And so <laughs> we all do. Yeah. I know, because it's a form of emotional anesthesia. You don't have to feel if you don't breathe. So that's why smokers well, smoke and, and gum and chewers chew gum and you don't have to think about it. <laughs> our, but but our invi- we are, human beings are shallow breathers. Uh, just our biology, we are shallow breathers. And our, I, I don't have the exact figures, but 
say, 100 years ago to today, we have less oxygen in our environment. So on top of being a shallow breather, there's less oxygen in our air. So, well, for the city uh, dwellers, it's good yes. to take some time to breathe <laughs> deeply. No, it's a fact. This is mm. around the world. Yeah. So yeah. breathing is health. It's good. It's strong medicine. Seventy yeah. percent. This is this is a figure, and I believe it. Seventy percent of the detoxification of the body happens through the breath. And what's the first thing you see when someone doesn't feel well? They slow everything down, and they don't walk as fast. They don't breathe as fast, and you hear. Yeah, you can't breathe. Absolutely, it's hard to take in life when you can't breathe. And um, I think when I was in nursing, the 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 ones that scared me the most were the ones on, you know, respirators and you know, you know, I mean, this is the truth. You probably think, what kind of nurse was she? But I hated having to go in and suction out lungs and all that stuff. But it's like. But that's the, you know, the the grief spot of the body is behind the heart and lungs. And so I learned this in Qigong. Like if you ever are sleeping with someone who can't sleep, if you just put their, your hands on their back behind their heart and lungs, which is why people who have grief and sadness get pneumonia, which is why, you know, asthmatics in most cases had a lot of fears because a lot of times the asthmatic children, the, the mothers and fathers were so afraid they were something terrible was going to happen, so they protected them, which made it even worse with the overprotection. So, you know, your lungs are, you know, represent your ability to give and receive love. And so, you know, when we start, you know, any kind of breath work starts to stir it up and opens everything up. And sometimes it can seem worse than better at first, but the more you pour that air into the body, the clearer everything gets. Yes. And we should mention again that it's everybody's journey is different and I mean, you can go as deep or or not. You know, you don't have to have a huge experience. And I can personally say every breath work I have had has been different. You know, there's no right or wrong way to breathe. They're all unique. And, you're, you know, you may, you may lay down and go to sleep for an hour and a half, and that's okay. But then, wait a minute, that's a pretty powerful experience. How can you sleep for an hour and a half when the Bose is cranked up, you know? <laughs> anyway, there's just many, many experiences. Leslie had talked about the different types of uh, experiences people have. And um, our job is to, to be there and just hold sacred space and, uh, you know, keep a, a good, safe container and um, help people do their work. So um, so I want to just read something that Leslie Jackson's um, – you're hearing Leslie Jackson and Nancy Jenkins, and uh, if you if you jumped in late, what what we're talking about is the upcoming retreat in Kansas City. It's called Journey Home Weekend Retreat, happening November sixth through eighth, and you can. Um, Find out more information at www.sacredspirals.org. Um, all the information is there. There's a um, fire walk. There's a sweat lodge. There's breath work. There's live music. There's just so much, um, so many different avenues for self-discovery. But I really like, Leslie, what, what you share on the um, Sacred Spirals uh, website. You say that the three things that you are most excited to share with anyone who will listen are the following. Number one, that we are, that we are, you emphasize that, always creating. Number two, that surrender is an act of power. And number three, there are no gurus or teachers, so to speak, gurus. Uh, the answers and the healing are within all of us. So would you talk about that for just a moment? Because I just, I just love that. I mean, you know, Babaji says truth, simplicity, and love. And to me, that's exactly what you're talking about. Like, you know, just, just. You know, I, I I think they're profound statements. So, would you would you share just a little bit about that? Um, <laughs> I could share a lot about that, but I'll try and share a little bit. Uh, somebody asked me once, "What would the three things that um, if I had three things to share, what they would be?" And and that was what I came up with. And um, and you know, for me, you know, it's like we think that we need to do all this work to do this consciously creating and manifesting and and. And really, every thought that we have and every belief that we have is constantly creating. And, you know, our future depends on the thoughts and the beliefs and the actions that we take today. 
you know, just as what we're living today as a result of the thoughts and feelings and actions that we were taking, you know, a few years ago, just like you pointed out with the eclipses and the moon, that, you know, this is a time to be aware of that. And, um, and so, you know, knowing that, knowing that I'm conscious, that I'm constantly creating no matter what I'm doing, I want to be more clear about my thoughts and, and actions and beliefs so that, you know, my future is something that I, that I look forward to. Um, and, you know, surrender, I've, I've spent so much time fighting, um, fighting what is true and trying to, you know, uh, push results that I wanted. And when I've, any time that I've ever finally just acknowledged what is and worked with what is is when I had the power to actually um, have some impact in, in my own life and the situation. And so it's one of those little um, paradoxes, you know, just that, you know, uh, surrender being an act of power. And But that is what I found in my life, that once I quit fighting, quit uh, resisting a situation and acknowledge it for what it is, that's when I actually gain my power. And, of course, you know, uh, my favorite being that there are no gurus. That we, For me, what we do um, with sacred spirals and with the breath work is we witness people's wholeness. We witness them um, at their weak moments, but we witness them completely whole and having the power um, to heal themselves and um, I think that, that that witnessing and that acknowledgement and, and somebody, you know, is, is more healing than somebody sitting outside and being the, you know, the expert on you. Um, nobody's the expert on me. I'm the expert on me, even though I don't really know what's going on inside of me most of the time. I still know more than, than somebody that I pay, you know, $100 an hour for a therapy session. And so um, I just love, um, I, I love the uh, the power of the breath work to have people find their own inner knowing about what's right for them and be motivated and certain that as, as they go out and take those steps in their own lives. So, you know, I think I learned all of those things really through my breath work training. And I just, and those are the things that I try to bring to my experience when I'm uh, facilitating breath work. It's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, we're so excited. This is coming up pretty quick. November 6th, 7th, I and 8th. Know. Uh, Kansas I know. City. Yeah. Oh, and North we've got an early bird special that we need to be talking about. There's $50 oh, hey, there off the registration price until October 17th, October 18th, I think. Um, so, uh, and, that's and we've got about up, we've got so. about eight or nine um, spaces left in the sweat lodge. It's about half full, so we should people should sign up early if they want to do the sweat lodge and the breath work. Because you said, Leslie, we're limited to forty. I think we're about you know forty about half readers. full right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the concert so, and, and firewalk yeah. is pretty much unlimited. So. Okay, well, yeah, the firewalk and the concert's pull, uh, not yeah. limited. Yeah. You know what happened to us? I mean, never mind. I won't even say it because I don't want to invite it. Well, yes, it's okay. I did a women's fire walk. And thank goodness we started early because, of course, later in the evening, it water things came out of the sky. And so I'll just never forget, you know, like I walked initially across with two other friends. The three of us walked across. I mean, I... I don't know that that's nor I didn't know any better. Later, mm-hmm. I found out that most people don't do it that way. But I didn't. I you know there was power in numbers is how I looked at it. And so <laughs> the three of us, you know, just cruised. Well, we didn't exactly cruise across. I mean, it's an experience. And then it gave me such an inner like wow that then I did it by myself. And I can honestly say it was um, it was just life life transforming. And um, and you know with breath work when I first came to it, you know I. I mentioned earlier that I was I'm an analytical person I mean my background is science and um and logical thinking you know so when I came to breath work you know I was working on my MBA at the time and they kept saying Cynthia get out of your head and go into your heart and I thought if one more person had told me that I would have slugged them because I was like what are they talking about what are they talking about I'm laying here breathing for an hour I'm doing everything they tell me to do why are they telling me to get out of my head and then all of a sudden it happened and the minute that transmutation, transformation happens, you just know it in a holy instant. 
and so then I knew. And so, you know, listen, listeners, you know, and I know you listen after hours. This link will be on the on the um, Cindy Meyer and Spirit Seeker Facebook pages. We will link it to Spiral. Um, um, Spiral, sacred spirals, you know, they'll have it yeah. on there. They'll yeah. have sacredspirals.org. They'll have it there. So have other people listen to this. If you've ever tried to explain it, you don't know how to explain it. This interview gives you a pretty good understanding of some of the magic and miracles of breath work. Um, we've talked about firewalks tonight. We've talked about, you know, sweat lodges. You know, we've talked about the sacred music, and the person who is creating the music and doing the mandalas is like one and the same. I mean, how fabulous is, is that? You know, well, no, it's not one and the same. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The artwork came from um, Sarah. I apologize. Yes, I, I yeah. mixed that up. But but the point is, is that you have a husband and wife team coming in who obviously are heart-spaced breath workers and mm-hmm. leading a lodge. So, you know, whether you get into that lodge or not, just being around the lodge and being in the presence you're going to be shifted and so but you need to register so get going <laughs> all yes, right ladies anything else? Org. thank you so much cindy for having oh us on. Gosh, yeah. Cindy. yeah thank you to talk to you thank you Oh, my gosh. And, you know, I just support everything you're doing and just so grateful, you know, that you um, are doing the work you're both doing. And, you know, and, and oh, here, I feel like we need to you. include her. So, okay, well, listeners, thank you so much. <laughs> right. And we will thank be you. back next week and have a lovely week. Okay. okay. All right. Thanks. Okay. Bye. 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 With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.